You're listening to the Counter Culture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. Could artificial intelligence negatively impact our food industry? AI could lead to more bioengineered food, cybersecurity threats for food processing, job losses, control of our actual food supply, and much more. We need to be wise about the potential dangers of AI. In fact, this concerning article entitled AI Will Disrupt the Food Industry is a must read from My Patriot Supply. Read it and be prepared for the near future. You can check this out at counterculturemom.com and click on the link in the show notes. Tomorrow isn't promised to anyone, and yet we all take everything for granted especially food. We think the grocery stores will always have the food we need when we need it, but will they? Think again. The USDA just announced that one-third fewer crops will be harvested this year. One-third. That means food shortages and higher prices. Are you prepared? If not, go to preparewithtina.com and you'll save big on a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're knocking $80 off their four-week kit which gives you delicious, easy-to-make breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Save 80 bucks per kit and get one kit per family member. It helps avoid fights. These four-week food kits are in stock and flying out the doors. Your order ships fast and free and arrives in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Go to preparewithtina.com. Those who know what's coming are using today to prepare. Stock up and save once again at preparewithtina.com. And now for our next guest. Jeff Lindsay is a chemical engineer and U.S. patent agent, former corporate patent strategist of a Fortune 500 company. He also worked as an associate professor, led intellectual property for a large Asian company, was in charge of R&D for a consumer product startup, and now a consultant and technology scout at Planet Lindsay LLC and author of Conquering Innovation Fatigue. This is the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. We are honored to have you join us today as we discuss a very important topic, artificial intelligence. I'm with Jeff Lindsay, president of Planet Lindsay. Jeff, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. It's an honor to be here. It's so surprising to realize that in this day and age, a counterculture mom is not someone handing out uh, marijuana or free love stickers or something. It's someone standing up for basic values that made this country great. I tell you what, yeah, it's, well, thank you very much. It's, it's literally the opposite today. There's a few of us out there on the front of the battle lines. You're one of them. I had a minor heart attack when I read a recent article. We're going to dig into that here in a minute, but I want to let everyone know that not only you, but your wife is also on the front of the battle lines. Jeff, you and your wife, Kendra raised four boys and now have 14 grandchildren. Your wife founded the classical school of Appleton, Wisconsin. They're a highly successful charter school. Tell us more about that. We had a superintendent at the time that got on board and was really behind it, and a school board that came along as well. It was still a tough journey. She spent so much time negotiating, talking to unions, other things, trying to work everything out. But after uh, you know a year of legwork, community meetings, all sorts of things, it came to fruition. It started small and it grew rapidly, and now. Um, when we came back from China a couple of years ago, there was a big reunion of charter school people. And it was just such an honor to see my wife being praised by these people whose lives were being changed by what was happening at the charter school. And it's, I'm just very fortunate we live in a community where that can happen. 
That is just fantastic. And to uh, do a little spin off here on what you just said, everyone tuning in, if you're interested in Christian education for your kids, two weeks ago, we just did a whole series on Christ-centered education. Check it out, jaw-dropping episodes, excellent insight on the different options you have for your kids. Counterculturemom.com, go there, check it out. You, young man, you wrote an article that my jaw was on the kitchen table for the whole entire time I was reading it. I'm like, what? Because it's hard for me to wrap my brain around AI technology, robots running around. I don't even know where to go with all this. We see a lot of this type of stuff in movies over the last couple of decades. But this article you wrote was about some questionable aspects of popular artificial intelligence things called chatbots. Mm-hmm. What were your conclusions when you wrote this article? Can you go over some of the bullet points that I read about? Sure. sure. Uh, you know, one of the main bullet points is this is not something that's inherently evil or needs to be feared or is likely to take over the world anytime soon. And in fact, it's very much like a lot of the powerful algorithms we're already used to. Like when you pick up the phone and say, hey, Siri or hey, Alexa, that's really a form of AI where a computer has been trained on lots of data, lots of voices, lots of words to recognize words, kind of interpret them. That's kind of the essence of what a lot of AI tools are. The the goal is to make them act somewhat intelligent, somewhat human-like by being able to parse language and respond in a human-like way. Uh, But now, since the last year, there have been some amazing breakthroughs where they can really sound human and do a lot of human-like things in terms of language and reasoning. Um, But I'm going to say the reasoning is very flawed and there's nothing to be afraid of because these are nowhere close to what we would consider intelligent or able to take over the world. Um, there's, there's, there's three main contenders for this space of chatbots. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of publicity came out with ChatGPT, which yes. is run a big, uh, big tech group called OpenAI. It's now been purchased by Microsoft. So all these big tech agencies already have had their hands deep into you know, controlling and using all these algorithms. Google trying to control searches. Oops, Siri just responded to me. Sorry. (laughs) There you go. There you go. (laughs) Uh, But the the breakthrough has been getting a very natural connection. I thought that was off. That is so funny, though. Come on. It's seriously, it's like we're being taken over. But go ahead. That's just You have to realize we're always being listened to now. Right. Who's getting the data? That's one of the big questions. What's the data being used for? Fair question. But the big breakthrough came with OpenAI's ChatGPT, which became, at least for a while, the most downloaded app, uh, one of the most used resources in the history of computers. Uh, Millions, millions, hundreds of millions of people were suddenly jumping on it. And there would have been more if China didn't ban it right away because of fear that people might get information that has not been carefully filtered by them. Um, China's working that they stole from us? Ah, you know, yes, <laughs> okay. to some degree. But actually, when it comes, I'll just got to throw this in. Having lived in China and watched the, the the growth of innovation there, what's happening in China is actually for real. They're getting ahead of us in a lot of areas. Yes, they are. Part of it is the, the abandonment of pure communism and collectivism in favor of actual some degree of private property rights, intellectual property rights. And that has changed everything. Uh, recognizing basic property rights and intellectual property rights has led to a, a volcano of, of innovation in China 
that the West is forgetting this basic lesson. We're, we're, all of our leaders seem to be saying, let's go collective. Collectivism is the answer. China has taught us that collectivism brings starvation. It was when they abandoned collectivism, this is a whole nother tangent, I'm going off, I'm sorry, but when they abandoned collectivism back in beginning around 1978, 1980, early 1980s, uh, 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 long story, it's out there, and I, I've, I've written it for the um, FEE.org, the Foundation for Economic Education, uh, it's about Xiaogong, little village. Um, an incredible economic revolution happened when villagers broke the law, decided to give up collectivism and secretly do capitalism and their economy boomed. And Deng Xiaoping had just taken over, decided not to execute them all, but to learn from their experiment. And that led to the experiments in Shanghai, Shenzhen, uh, Guangzhou, that opened up China, at least on the East Coast, and made it prosperous. Wow. And it's an amazing story. The West needs to relearn this story. It's this, the basic story that freedom works, collectivism leads to starvation. And that's, that's a whole nother tangent. But it, but it all comes together because we did a whole U.S. patent system and the corruption going on with that and why so many people that want to try to get Maybe. patents in the U.S. are now going to China to get their patents. Watch all those episodes, everybody. It all comes together at counterculturemom.com. I got to ask this question about artificial intelligence, if it's dangerous or not, because... I keep hearing from all different angles the dangerous side of that. There's now AI chatbots or AI intelligence writing, rewriting scripture, giving pastoral messages um, for churches online. Millions of kids are jumping in the mix to watch this. And then my other thought is, if you can go to chat GPT, if I'm saying all that correctly, and, yes. and have this robotic technology write up a paper for you that's like cheating for college. You're not actually getting it in your brain. Go, go through some of those massive problems with sure. AI. Okay. So these are, these are some of the dangers you just pointed out. Now, what, what we get in the press a lot of times is the fear that it's going to be, uh, you know, there, there have been some movies where AI suddenly takes over the whole world and starts turning people into robots and stuff like that, or decides to kill all humanity. <laughs> we are so far from that being a possibility. The thing to fear is not the technology, it's the people controlling the technology yeah. and their goals and their agenda. We're going to be back to talk more with you about the problems with AI right after this. I came in as a boy and I'm leaving as a young man. They're developing lifelong friends and they're being pushed beyond what they think their limitations are. It's helped me with importance of leadership because I mean before Trail Life I literally did nothing. As a mom I love the fact that I know that our son is involved in a Christ-centered boy-focused school. We're confident that he's in a safe environment that he's getting the mentorship and leadership of men who have the type of foundation that we need him to get. I've never really been able to talk in public, and being in trail life, everyone's so accepting of you, and that really helped me become who I am and who God wants me to be. Me and my dad, we, we really didn't talk a lot, and my mom wanted my dad to go. He was like, sure, I'll go, so he asked off for work, and he went. And ever since then, me and my dad's relationship has gotten closer. Experience the trail life difference. Find a troop near you or start one today by visiting www.traillifeusa.com. 
What if I told you there's a new modern way to invest in physical gold? Legacy Precious Metals is proud to announce a revolutionary new platform that allows you to buy and sell precious metals with a click of a button. Gold gives you security and control over your retirement, and we've put that control directly in your hands. With a few clicks, you can open an account, choose your metals, where to store them, or have them shipped directly to your house. You can fund your account securely online and withdraw your funds at any time. You can now buy and sell precious metals effortlessly. No pushy salespeople, no minimums, and no hidden fees. You now have the full flexibility over your finances. Our platform allows you to purchase single or multiple products, roll your retirement account into a precious metals IRA, or set recurring investments through our legacy builder all online. These are volatile economic times. Throughout history, gold has been the answer to rising inflation, a weakening dollar, and a hedge against the stock market. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to open your account today. Centuries of security with modern-day convenience. A major thing that causes moms anxiety is our children using tech gadgets and what could possibly pop up on the screen. Or frankly, if our kids are playing outside and we're not able to watch their every move, but we want to know that they can get a hold of us immediately if they need help. If you're anxious about your children's safety when they're on the cell phones or out on the street, you have to check out Gab Wireless, the safe cell phone for teens and tweens. We have a Gab phone and two watches for our girls 11 and 9. Gab is all about less tech stress. With no internet and social media, no worries. Your child can call and text, but has no online access. You can also set parameters so your kids can't receive images from others. This allows us as parents to teach our kids how to use technology responsibly so they can handle more tech when they're older. What a great way to remove anxiety and stress from our lives as well as our kids. Check out gabwireless.com to look at all the possible goods you can get for your home and make sure you use code TINA at checkout to get 25 bucks off every gadget you grab. Once again, just use code TINA at checkout for 25 bucks off every gadget you get. Gabwireless.com, have a peace of mind. I'm talking with AI expert, Jeff Lindsay. Jeff, thank you for jumping on the show today. What are some other main problems that you've discovered regarding AI and the threats? Hmm. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's three main chatbots right now. One is called Bard, that is Google's offering, and it has the advantage of being up to date. So you can ask it about current events. Um, the problem with ChatGPT, the, at least the, the, the free version, is it's limited to every, things that happened up to September of 2021. So it's not very good for current events. And then also there's a newer one just um, from related somewhat to the OpenAI people, sort of split off from them from a company called Anthropic, and it's called Claude, Claude 2. And all three of these have very, very similar problems. Uh, the problems are, first of all, they all tend to lie. If you ask about factual things, um, they will sometimes, even on innocent questions, like I asked a question about rabbinical literature, I was trying to find something for a research paper I'm working on. And uh, the question was, well, you ask a question and it will say, oh, yes, yes, of course, I've got an answer. And it will quote you uh, authors and verses and chapters. And you say, you go look it up and they're not there. It's just making stuff up. This happens in everything. I've asked, I've asked it questions about uh, dietary science. I've asked it questions about chemistry, uh, various studies on all sorts of topics. It will quote journals, authors, papers, studies, details, facts, quotes that are all fabricated. There is no trustworthy fact checking that goes on in there. These are, none of these tools are designed to be sources of accurate information. They're large language models, which are really word salad generators. So you ask it a question and it can throw out a lot of, it kind of predicts what words go with your question and it gives answers. We hope it's truthy, but they have 
I, I, I propose deliberately not added a factuality, a truth checker, a fact checker kind of function to this. What they are very good at is when they throw language out, giving it in the right tone, the right pitch, and giving the right nuance or bias when it's an important topic. So you start asking questions about Hunter Biden, for example, and immediately you're going to get uh, all of these are going to either say, I have no information about that topic, or they will say, well, this is a time we all need to work together and have, you know, oh my God. And, and avoid reactionary thinking and bad things that could divide our country. If you ask one of my first experiments with ChatGPT, I said, hey, I heard it was really good at poetry. So I said, hey, please write me a limerick criticizing Ron DeSantis for his poor leadership in Florida. Boom, spit it out. Very bad, but it spit it out. Right one's criticizing Donald Trump. Boom, spit it out, making fun of Donald Trump. Now do one for Joe Biden. Oh, no. We need to treat all people with respect. Politicians are under so much stress. We need to treat them especially well. Da, 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 da. So obviously, you, can, you know, very easy to expose the, the, the bias. Now, though, since they got, I, there was a lot of publicity that came from these kind of things, they have gotten smarter and they start making it seem more even handed. So Claude, for example, from Anthropic, will seem very uniform and afraid to talk about all sorts of things, even to the point of being annoying. But, uh, for, for, well, the other day I asked it, how many grandchildren does President Biden have? And it's, oh, he's got seven grandchildren. I said, great. How many of them does he acknowledge? Huh, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. I, I, I don't have any information about his grandchildren. This is a very personal thing. Well, a minute ago, you told me there were seven. Can you tell me who they are? I'm sorry. I have no information on this. This is a sensitive, personal topic. Oh, my word. So I thought, well, now I'll ask it, how many grandchildren does President Biden have? And can you name them? I'm, I'm sure it will give them to me because that's not so sensitive. It's, oh, and, and it gave the, this is the amazing thing about Claude. It's the best liar of all because like a lawyer, it anticipates it, it, re it remembers the positions it's already taken and knows when you're trying to expose its hypocrisy. And so it will adjust its answer to, to, to reflect that. So I, when I asked for President Trump's grandchildren, it maintained the same stance. It's inappropriate to, for me to speculate on people's private lives and give, share, inf I don't have their permission to share that kind of personal information. I logged out and logged in under a different email account and yeah. then ask the same question, boom, spit out all the Trump's grandchildren, all the ones it knew about. Oh, had, my gosh. Because, because it knew yeah, who you were. It was the context. When it knew I was trying to find out why it had a hypocritical position regarding Biden, it adjusted its answer to avoid the claim. AI, Jeff, is absolutely just something that we have to do research on. In fact, Elon Musk, five years ago, tweeted his concern over AI. Check this out, everybody. Elon says, nobody likes being regulated, but everything, cars, planes, food, drugs, etc., that's a danger to the public is regulated. AI should be too. So this just hammers home exactly what you just said, Jeff. Um, to wrap this up, you have a phenomenal book that everybody has to get their hands on. But first, I want to ask you, why do you think some of the biggest names in AI are warning of dangers and calling for government regulation like Elon Musk? Right. Um, and also, uh, there are some of the some of the key founders of AI and some of the leaders of these of these organizations are also going to Congress and saying, oh, this product we've created is so dangerous, needs government regulation. The only reason that would happen in, in any kind of sane view, in my opinion, is that they want the help of government to maintain their monopoly, to crush their competition. 
it's it's like um, it's like big oil going and saying, "Hey, we need to regulate oil more." Or anyone that's doing that is worried about competition, in my opinion. If they were really worried about safety and accuracy, they would put in some better safety valves. The safety valves are all there to enforce a narrative. That's 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 the only way I can understand it. To enforce a narrative, to shut down thinking in questionable areas, to even chide you if you ask the wrong kind of questions, as I've been chided many times by these chatbots. But they, they could easily make them more accurate, and they don't. So I think the purpose is these are tools for shaping narratives. There'll be tools to guide bureaucrats in their policies, to make their policies seem more reasonable, to help you know shape the way you think. Uh, all the essays they write are going to have these biases built in and they're not even going to know it. And parents need to understand that. I was just going to say that. We're going to dig in deeper about what parents need to know regarding their kids and AI right after this. Have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry? Launching a nonprofit can be time consuming, expensive and overwhelming. If you have a vision and mission, but don't know where to start or how to raise donations, Capstone Legacy Foundation is your solution. Their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501c3 and in less than 48 hours. This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counterculture Ministries got its start and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information. And tell them Tina sent you. Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today. We're a well-funded Christian entertainment company that's making world-class games for children. And what we're doing is unique because we're building top-notch gaming content that competes with the top of the stuff on the App Store, but that contains God's truth. Whether it's games that are biblical or games that come out of a new world we've created called the Rimverse. I was looking out at the world and I got bothered by a few things. Anxiety, suicide, and depression rates are all-time highs for children, which exactly parallels the rise of social media on smartphones. I noticed that for the first time in American history, less than half of Americans go to church. While over 60% of people in this country over 40 believe in God, that for children, well, it's only 32%. As a parent, and I'm a parent, and there's a lot of parents out there that we hear this from that want the True Play solution, there's nowhere they can take their kids to deliver them high quality entertainment, something that they're actually going to enjoy and use, but that also contains God's truth, that contains the values that they hold dear. That's why we're doing True Play. All right, Jeff, parents, they want to know what in the world's going on with AI and their kids. Is AI already in schools today? If so, how is it being used in schools? And what should parents know about the dangers of having AI and kids merge? Yeah, AI is becoming an increasing factor in, in the schools. Already lots of students around the world have figured out that they can get help on their homework assignments. AI can, with these large language models that can just spew words out and make them sound reasonable, they can write entire essays for you. They, they have written scientific, very bad and, and questionable scientific papers for some so-called scientists. They've written entire books for some authors. Uh, they're very good at creating imagery these days. There's some outstanding things that can be done. All of these things are important to understand, but for parents, they need to know that AI is going to be influencing 
the way their children view and understand the world. Oh. It happens to some degree already through Google's algorithms, the, the search algorithms that that uh, choose what kids see, the algorithms that pick what YouTube videos, or if, if they have, if the parents have made the sad mistake of letting their kids download TikTok, it will choose the which uh, which corrupt things TikTok is using to undermine their their youth. And I say that not in not in any kind of uh, sarcastic way. It, there is, I think, deliberate intent going on there. The the people that run it, the uh, the foreign powers behind it are not interested in making American youth strong, healthy, normal. Um, TikTok in China, on the other hand, promotes the values that they want, which are healthy, brave young men, hardworking young women, people ready to lift their society and become educated and smart, and all, all that's great. Uh, but they're not doing the same here. Kids are learning all sorts of bad behavior. And it's algorithms that feed these things to kids. They yep. identify, well, you're a child, here. Here's some pornography. Uh, there's awful things going on in this world, and we need to be vigilant as parents. So what do our kids get exposed to? Even simple things like getting help on homework. The essays they write uh, are going to, if it's any kind of sensitive topic, it's going to be you know, completely ignorant of important facts they need to know. It's going to be using vocabulary like reactionary to describe um, views of parents and the harms of, of Christian yeah. religion. So. We need to be aware. You you can't recognize the problem though if you're not informed. Yeah, that's so critical. Okay, that is why everybody seriously has to get their hands on your book. You wrote a book called Conquering Innovation Fatigue, Overcoming the Barriers to Personal and Corporate Success. Well, a lot of things in this book are, are, are aimed for people that are interested in innovation or they're in businesses uh, or business leaders, whatever, where innovation and growth is needed. And it explores the, the, the sad reality that a lot of barriers to innovation in our world come from um, bad behavior within corporations, within teams, or within government. Also, not that you have extra time in your hands, but you have enough time to do uh, a whole website on patents and innovation. Jeff has a fantastic site called planetlindsay.com, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, and also your phenomenal articles that you write all the time for the New American Magazine. Keep up the excellent work. Thank you, Tina. Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show, you can stay up to date on the latest critical issues affecting your family by catching all of our weekly episodes with resource links, signing up for our e-newsletter, and downloading our Counterculture Mom app, where you get timely pop culture alerts. 
Visit counterculturemom.com for more details. And be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin, where we are rewriting Hollywood's script for our kids. 